1: The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group.
2: Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate, and uh, welcome to September 2018, where we have cold weather, we have rain, we have low clouds, we have uh, just a, a good time to stay home and Just cuddle up and listen to The Advocate tonight (laughs) here on WHK, The Answer. Um, yeah, with the rain all weekend, uh, it was an interesting thing to look back into time, look back to the 1700s and figure, what was it like during rainy days in colonial America? Uh, If you had a chance to go down to the Yankee Peddler at Clay's Park uh, in Canal Fulton, Ohio, you you had a chance to experience that. Uh, Again, as we do each year, we have uh, with us from Yankee Peddler, we have Frank uh, Katchka. Frank, how are you?
3: Fine, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Nick. Uh,
2: I know this is sort of a wet weekend for the Yankee Peddler, <laughs> but before we talk about what it was like down there this weekend, and by the way, next weekend is supposed to be in the 80s and much better weather. Uh, the uh, Tell us a little bit about the Yankee Peddler, just to remind everyone, uh, what, what what a neat thing.
3: Sure. The Yankee Peddler Festival is now in its 46th year. Um, During those 46 years, we have brought the era of 1776 to 1825 alive again, very authentically. We don't have electricity. We don't have any of the contrivances of modern life. And uh, what we do is we set up a shop. Of artisans because everything in those, that period were made by artisans and artists. They were not made in factories, of course. And uh, and then we have many live demonstrations of life during that period. We have uh, this year we have Missy Clark, uh, who is a frontier woman, a woman who was an indentured servant moving out on the frontier. She's with us. Uh, we have of course a militia, uh, the fifth. Uh, Virginia regiment. We have mountain men, even though the mountains are a little flat in this area, but uh, they were traders for for furs with the Native Americans. Mm -hmm. Um, And we actually have had for the last couple of years, we've been lucky to have uh, a Native American um, camp set up by Todd Johnson and this year also with uh, some people from West Virginia um, who are Native American, Indian, and actors. So we uh, we provide, really, life as it was back then. The food is made over open fires. Um, everything is, is prepared as it was during that period. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and it gives a chance, as you walk through the gates, of leaving your daily life behind and enjoying uh, a much more relaxing pace of life in which uh, people worked together and did things together. Without, well,
2: they, they had to, so few uh, Exactly but exactly. uh, you no know, we, we talk about reenactors uh, like in williamsburg uh, is, is where we see a lot of reenactors when we go out there. Uh, the idea is that these individuals not our own are not only dressed up in the uh, outfits or costumes of the time but they actually know a lot about what they're talking about. You can actually walk up to them and talk about these things
3: exactly these people are totally immersed in what they're doing um, it's 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 acting, I suppose, at one level because obviously they're not that in daily life, but they take this uh, kind of life and teaching it as, as a really, as, as an immersing experience. And uh, so certainly you walk up to Missy Clark and uh, she'll speak as, just as they did in those days and explain to you how a woman on the frontier survived. Um, it's not quite what's uh, what's in the old Gunsmoke <laughs> movies and that kind of right, thing. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she understands the role of women in those days, which we don't really sort of grab, grasp th- these days because life is so different. Um, it was really central to life in the, in the colonies, and women actually had a great deal of, of say and
2: power in the local communities. Well, with women back in those days and even prior, of course, one of the big hazards of their life was uh, childbearing. Just having a child was uh, a very risky proposition, and I would imagine even more so in the, in the frontier areas.
3: Yes, it was. Uh, At the same time, having a child was absolutely essential for keeping the family and kinship going. So it was a really important function that a woman was providing. And while it probably had a higher infant mortality rate during those days, um, the child was so central that a woman's position was essential too.
2: Well, that's interesting. So if you get to walk out there, well, talking about walking out there this weekend was a very rainy weekend. And uh, you guys are out there, all the uh, the reenactors and the vendors. Uh, everyone was there, uh, and, and as you and I talked before the show tonight, we talked about the fact that uh, life didn't stop when it rained. <laughs> so, no, it
3: couldn't. <laughs> and people 's relationship with the rain, of course, is very different than today as well. Um, rain was generally welcome the excessive amounts of rain, um probably not as much, but one had to get on with life one had to take uh take a, get on with everything and of course they didn 't jump in a car and they didn 't have climate control and all of those things um so it was it was much more a part of them and so they walked out in the mud, they did the things they had to do, and uh, and dealt with that accordingly. And we were open the last two days. We did, I, I for the first time in 46 years, close a little earlier today because the grounds got kind of treacherous after 48 hours of constant rainfall, and we didn't want people to slip and slide and get hurt. Um, but uh, we were open in the morning, and uh, we did have people who braved the elements. Uh, I guess in today's world, it's a little bit more braver than it was at one time. Um, but you know, we were all there. The, the artisans were all there. The demonstrators were all there. The musicians were all there. Uh, the puppet show was all there. Everything was going on as we usually have scheduled.
2: Well, the, the uh, the festival that you have, it's always done at this time of the year. It's always in September. How many weeks do you, does this go on? i people already, this is Sunday night. You already missed Saturday and Sunday of this week. How many more opportunities do they have?
3: We have two more weekends, the 15th and 16th, and 22nd and 23rd. Uh, We always run for three weekends following Labor Day. And the idea is to give people a chance to, if you can't make it one weekend, um, or if the weather was a little too inclement for you this weekend, hopefully next weekend things will be better in terms of weather. And uh, we'll have... uh, Uh, Everything stays the same in the sense that we provide all-day entertainment everywhere. Uh, We have some featured groups. Our featured group changes from weekend to weekend. Um, Next weekend, we have the plate scrapers from the East Coast, and the third weekend, we have Steve Madewell and Next Best Thing uh, from Painesville in that area. Um, Very very popular and uh, and intervetting groups that will
2: be having. What are the plate scrapers?
3: they are a co- a combination of uh, they they're a progressive I guess they call themselves a progressive bluegrass group I see. but yeah. uh but they uh, bring in strains of country old american music into their music and uh and they it's very happy music that's the thing i've always liked about them um when we first heard them we were in in eastern pennsylvania at at, at, a, at another festival and we first heard of them and uh, they they just made everyone feel good so we brought them last year and uh, they were a real rousing success.
2: Now when they play are they playing without electric amplification they're just playing natural or how do they Well, play?
3: Well in this case we have one section of our, our grounds I think you've seen it, it's called Yankee yes. Peddler Today which is a contemporary mm-hmm. show and that side we, is contemporary so we provide electricity and they do play um, amplification and and, and so it's, it's a little bit more of a modern experience. Uh, we have more modern day foods in that area and our craft are more contemporary, so that that uh, while we've been talking about the traditional Yankee peddler, we do have the Yankee Peller today as well, and the plate are going to be playing there.
2: Well, what I like about the old section is that the uh, the foods are, are sort of basic, and we'll we'll talk in a while about the foods, which you know are my favorite subject. <laughs> uh, but uh, with regard to being whether it's in the rain or what, whatever the weather's like, being able to wander around and smell the smell of uh, of Campfires and to uh, hear the natural sounds of people walking around and hearing musicians and other entertainers just speaking without amplification is is kind of a a neat uh, a neat treat. You know, it, it, um, what what is the cost to get in? By the way,
3: we uh, our gate price is ten dollars for seniors. $9, or excuse me, $10 for adults, $9 for seniors, and $3 for children. Um, and we do offer very, at this point in time, a little modest discount. It's 9 50 online for adults and, and $9 for seniors um, online, and two fifty for children if they're willing to download their own tickets uh, for, for themselves.
2: Well, Frank, like you do every year, you always bring some tickets with you, and we're going to take some calls now for anyone who's interested in beating that discount by getting free tickets right now, which we'll mail to you this week. Uh, You can call us here at uh, The Advocate at 4, the phone number here is 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0945. And we'll take your calls and we'll give some tickets away. So you'll have a chance. Two weeks to get down there yet to uh, Canal Fulton. How do you get down to Canal Fulton, by the way? We have about a minute yet before our break here.
3: Sure, from the uh, from Cleveland, we take uh, Route Twenty One, Ohio Route Twenty One South, and that'll take. It, you, however, you get onto that, perhaps on Route uh, Interstate Seventy Seven. Take Twenty One South until you get to State Route Ninety Three near Canal Fulton, and it's a mi- It's uh, about a mile down the road. to um,
2: Ninety Three. Oh, very good. I see the phones are ringing here, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back with uh, with Frank from the Yankee Peddler, and we'll be talking more about it and. Uh, Call in and get your ticket. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on The Advocate. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away.
4: Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips & Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800.
0: Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. experience a do it yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today 440-237-8555 or check us out at select INSService.com. 440 237 8555 or selectinsservice.com.
2: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs.
5: How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free.
6: at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care.
4: You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800.
3: Call Channel 14,
5: Cleveland Radio, where your hearing swings, where
2: your hearing swings. Welcome back Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. And if you remember that intro from WHK years ago, that means you uh, are probably near my age. So (laughs) good luck (laughs) hanging in there. (laughs) So uh, in any event, uh, we're with Frank Katchka. He's the... um, what is your official title with the Yankee Peddler owner, chief purveyor, chief executive officer or
3: Officially, officially I'm the vice president. You're We're, vice president. Uh, there are okay. two couples that own the festival and uh, and are the promoters
2: and oh. I'm one of them. Oh my. So when do you start working on next year's, or have you already started working we're on already
3: We're already um, receiving applications for next year. Um, we have a yearly cycle actually an annual cycle and uh, obviously we're working through this year's festival. In fact we're drying out today um, but we already begin to receive applications now. We make decisions as early as December of the year prior to the next mm-hmm. festival and work through the winter and uh, all the way into the time of the festival so it's It's a whole annual cycle.
2: So if there's somebody out there listening who uh, has a little entrepreneurial flair and they would like to uh, try this out, coming out with their either craft or their food or that kind of thing, uh, how do they go about that? Do they look you up on the Internet or what do they do? Yeah,
3: we have a very simple, actually, application process online. Uh, We have a website called YP. Yankee Peddler. We're very clever. YPVendors.com and uh, people who are interested in applying can go there. They can find uh, some descriptions of, of what it takes to be a Yankee Peddler whether it's a food purveyor or an artisan or a demonstrator or an entertainer and they can fill out an application there and also upload resumes and images of or, or soundtracks if they like uh, right off that site. And then uh, the we get that and we Provide, we have a jury that reviews all of the applications, and then we make our decisions.
2: Well, interesting. So someone who has—I've uh, I, I, been there. Geez, you've been doing this for how many years now? This is our 46th year. Of, well, I haven't been going for all 46 years, but it's definitely— But just think what you've missed. <laughs> I, I've missed. Well, it's at least <laughs> been 20 of them, I'm sure. So we, we've been going to a lot of them. And uh, so with, with the crafts things— uh, if there's like a a group of people a couple of families who have been making a certain type of a craft or something uh is this the kind of place they can yes come out absolutely yes and, and
3: we are the antithesis of, of modern day mass production, and all of our artisans have to make their own product and have to and basically they sell their own product as well um, it, we do not permit buy sell which means to you know re- get a kit from China and, mm-hmm. and then set put it on the market uh, we really are promoters of artists arts and crafts in the fullest sense we are not just trying to give them a place to make a living but we're trying to keep them alive in terms of of the marketplace because the marketplace uh, keeps uh, is a pretty tough place right now for arts and crafts. It has been since the last last recession, and uh, we want them to only be uh, true artists and true crafters.
2: Well, it's always a good place to come down, and uh, I know my wife would come down and look for things to buy for our our adult kids in their homes, little Christmassy things or other holiday gifts. Um, but uh, if, if people haven't experienced the Yankee Peddler, they should go down. And, and we're doing our part here, Frank, to see that they do it by giving away some tickets. Uh, in, in the last segment, we gave away uh, some sets of tickets, and we have a few more sets to go. Uh, so if, uh, if you missed calling, we, we know we lost a caller last round here, but uh, we gave away some tickets. If uh, you missed your call, call in and hang on the line until we get to you. But you can get some free tickets for the Yankee Peddler here if you call here at the station at two one six nine zero one zero nine four five, and we'll keep taking calls so we get uh, these tickets passed out, and you'll have your chance to go down to uh, Canal Filton. Well, uh, Frank, um, you know what I like best about the Yankee peddler is the food, uh, <laughs> because it's you know, the people take all their time to do it, and uh, they they do it without uh, propane or or electric or any of these these kinds of things. Uh, so, and a couple of people are back this year. We used to have, these people used to make sort of this backwoods beef stew or something. They're back?
3: Yeah, Yes, they are back. We have beef stew and the bean soup is also their, uh, their accompanying dish. And they're back again this year. Um, happily, happily that we were gone for a hiatus of one year. Um, and of course we have the full suite of other foods that you were familiar with, um, even something as simple as corn on the cob, but when it's made over an open fire, it's roasted over a fire. It tastes very, very different. Um, baked potatoes made over open fires. Um, a whole host of different um, other other food offerings, including, of course, the ever popular apple fritters, which are made out of <laughs> real apples that are peeled there and uh, They're right in front of you. Cut. Exactly, and fried right in front of you, in in, in oil, uh, battered and fried, um, turkey legs, which are always popular. That's a meal and a half in itself. Um, we sell over three thousand turkey legs every year. Um, fudge. We have a lot of fudge for those who have a sweet tooth. So there's there's something for everyone. Um, we are not carnival food. We are um, we are food that is goes back to the past, even though they have some names that are kind of familiar, um, like (laughs) Pedogie's and and Sausage. Um, But uh, they they go back to the past, and they're made the old-fashioned way.
2: Well, uh, I know some of the things that uh, they have up there also. Uh, The upper level, I don't know what you call it. You have really the clever names for the different locations of this multi-acre facility. By the way, in how many acres does this... The festival
3: covers seventy five acres. It's a it's a, it's a rather expensive area. Yeah, yes I it mean.
2: is. And uh, what are some of the names of the areas? I always thought they were so cute.
3: Okay, we the the festival started in Muskrat Cove, uh expanded to Hoodal Roost and Quail Hollow, it advanced to Militia Meadow, Possum Run, and the latest addition, which was over twenty some years ago, is the Glen. Um, those are the predominantly traditional areas, and then our Yankee Pillar Today area is called Liberty Village.
2: You know, a couple of years ago, you had a Native American playing an electrified violin in the newer section. Yes, uh, Arville Bird, yes. He, yeah, he, is he coming he's back? Mar-
3: he will be. He cycles through um, the country, um, and uh, he has actually been, in September, been off, off in Europe the last few years. Um, but he says he's coming back, and we're waiting for him to you know change his uh, his annual plans, because it was always kind of an annual cycle as he worked his way. He kept working east until he got to the Atlantic Ocean and jumped over <laughs> to yeah, Europe. Yeah. Um, but he's, uh, he's an incredible musician. At Alberta, and we are looking forward to having him back in the future.
2: Well, uh, I remember walking by uh, the area. I didn't know he was there. I didn't even know who he was until I heard this music, and it's uh, really it's sort of like at, at one with nature. <laughs> uh, exactly. I guess is the best way to explain it. Uh, it's really <laughs> kind of fascinating.
3: His training was in classical music, and he's a, and he is a half Paiute Indian, and uh, he got interested in, in Native American flutes and Native American uh, beats, and he managed to combine them with classical, and he has his unique sound indeed. Um, we we really look for very accomplished musicians to be on the grounds, even the ones that are not electrified, as arville
2: Bird was with
3: amplification. All of our acoustic in, um uh, musicians are c- very accomplished and very good.
2: Well, it's always uh, fun just to wander around there, rain rain or shine. And uh, what are the hours? What time does it open and what time does it close?
3: The gates open at 10.30 in the morning, and we close at 6 in the afternoon.
2: And it's still daylight around this time of the year, so we're okay.
3: Exactly, exactly.
2: But we're not really worried about that. So anything new there this year we should look for?
3: well we've uh, I, I, I believe I, I mentioned and you saw this last year that we've begun to expand the timeline that Yankee Peller is going to cover we have our traditional area which we've been discussing we have our more contemporary section but we're also expanding the timeline to go with the Native Americans pre-colonial and uh, and we're developing an area for the Civil War where we'll have Civil War artisans and uh, and the uh, Civil War demonstrations so we this year for instance we have Riley's Battery Company D, and the 5th Texas Infantry Encampment for the Civil War. And I've already mentioned the the pre-colonial and colonial Native American encampment as well. So we're trying, we want, by the 50th year, we want to have a timeline that goes from before the colony all the way through to today. We're going to be adding a couple more areas as well. We just want, we want to bring some new, fresh ideas as well as the ones that we've developed over 40 some years.
2: um, Yeah, I was going to say, what year is it that it will be the 50th year?
3: We've got uh, we've got four more to go. We're on forty six
2: now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, as we know, time will fly by very very quickly.
3: Yes, and that uh, that uh, ditty about WHK.
2: Oh, did, did, didn't that bring back memories or what?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was pretty young then, but I remember. Yes,
2: it was. I remember getting my first transistor radio with uh, like the two and a half inch speaker, and it had a nine <laughs> volt battery in it. And, and you I, had to hold
3: it up to your ear. You
2: had to hold it. I had a paper out, and I remember in the cold walking with it, listening to the music. And I thought, wow, this is the height of technology. <laughs> you know, <sort> of, <laughs> Which right. it was at that time, right? <laughs> it was. It was having a whole radio in the palm of your hand was like magic. Uh, at, at the well, time.
3: in in our festival, of course, in the traditional section, our radio is the town crier, um, and he is the one who updates everyone the news, the uh, events going on. Um, that's that's our uh, transistor radio. That's the transistor. Theater.
2: Yeah, I see. And he walks <laughs> around uh, dressed in what looks like colonial uh, clothing, and he has a bell, and he'll uh, stand there and announce things. Well, Frank, thank you so much for joining us. And the Yankee Peddler, if, you, uh, if you're if you listening and you haven't been to the Yankee Peddler, give it a try. It's, it's really a, a fun event and a fun activity. Uh, we have just a couple more tickets. We're going to call here at the station 216-901. 0945 and claim your tickets now. And uh, look for uh, Frank down at the Yankee Peddler. Frank, thank yes, you please. again.
3: And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
2: We always love that. Thank you, Frank. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on The Advocate. Don't go away.
0: Pat Lamb. Select insurance services as a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto home and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree. Insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at Select. INSService.com 440-237-8555 or select INSService.com
2: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs.
5: How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful protecting your body
4: and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800 children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800.
6: at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care.
2: Welcome back to England. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Uh, in the next two segments, we're going to be talking about uh, the job market. We're going to talk about employment and uh, millennials in particular as far as you know, what is a millennial and what does it take to uh, get them to take a job? Uh, we have... Uh, almost historically low unemployment rates. Uh, it's a great job market uh, for anyone of any, any age. And to talk to us about this tonight is uh, Michael Marini. He's the author of a book called 101 Confidential and talking about um, what employers need to do to, to get good talent. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us tonight.
1: Nick, thank you for having me. My pleasure to be here.
2: Uh, and pleasure is mine as well. Uh, where are you calling from?
1: I'm in Orlando, Florida.
2: Okay, very good. No hurricanes this year. Knock on wood. So, not on so far. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll keep we'll keep going. Uh, but uh, in any event, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, and uh, you know how you're interested in this particular topic.
1: Okay, so I'm a fun, I'm a practicing financial advisor. I've been in non uh, practice for 21 years now. Uh, My company is called Orlando 401K Specialists, and as an advisor, I have decided in my practice to have a big emphasis on the qualified plan business and working uh, to help employers get uh, a great 401K plan for their employees, and uh, coupled with uh, extremely low fees, which is so important for people, and their um, quest to retire, 401K fees are so critical. Of course to have them as well
2: as possible. Well, uh, with regard to retirement, I think the older you are, the closer you are to uh, thinking about retirement and uh, thinking about uh, you know how well you have saved and what, what do you do with a 401k or do you even have one. But uh, we're talking about millennials. Uh, first off, how do we define millennials? Uh, it's been something that's been tossed around quite a bit. We have the uh, baby Boomers, we have uh, Generation X, Generation Y, and the Boomers, well, not the Boomers, but we have the Millennials. Uh, who are the Millennials, and why are they important now?
1: Uh, well, I think, to me, the Millennials or any, any kid that grew up in the Internet generation is what it strikes me as being a Millennial um, today. So I think probably... I think the earliest I started hearing the phrase millennials, I would say those people are probably maybe in their late 20s now, just a guess, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's what I think of.
2: Well, what, what characterizes a person uh, if, they're, if they're really uh, acting like a true millennial that we think, uh, and one of the things I we talked about before here is that uh, millennials, I, I usually don't think of them as being, first off, they are young people, but focusing on retirement plans is this something that they're focused on or what what are they focused on
1: I, you know I think um they probably are in my opinion Nick millennials um are much more in tune um than uh than people used to be uh in terms of what they can get out of a situation Millennials, in my and just from my experience dealing with younger people these days they're much more self aware They're they're not shy about, I like to say, you know, what can you do for me? They're not very shy about coming right out with that. And um, so I think some of them are uh, definitely more in tune to the idea, even if it's just coming from a a um, self-preservation standpoint more than just, you know, really focusing on retirement. It's really just about what can can they get Mm -hmm. or how can they get the most from any employment situation. So in a roundabout way, I would say they're probably more in tune.
2: I remember in, in my day, um, many, many people at uh, getting a job and probably staying with that job for 25 years or so, getting a gold watch and a retirement sort of, uh, something just to supplement uh, Social Security. Uh, now I think the younger people coming out are uh, faced with probably multiple jobs in, in their future, and uh, with that, uh, handling their own retirement future by... Uh, having things such as 401ks and uh, knowing how to roll them over when they get a new job and uh, perhaps they want to know how to best handle those situations. Uh, Does that seem to be your uh, impression as well? Yeah, I think so.
1: And you have a lot of um... You have a lot more financial service providers catering and offering services to millennials as well. Now they realize there is, uh, you know, marketing potential there and, and and income potential for. So you see a lot more uh, focus on the internet of companies trying to basically figure out how to meet the needs of millennial savers.
2: Are the millennials um, how how tuned in are they to knowing that they must even at a younger age start. putting... Future. Is this something that's abstract or are they um, more keen on, on, on getting this stuff going and, and starting to count the numbers early?
1: My opinion, Nick, is that you know people are people. I don't think people have changed much, but I think access to the information has changed, has changed quite a bit. And just by virtue of access to information and, and young people talking, um, I think a lot of them are more uh, tuned in. Than um, you know than they used to be in the past. I think uh, young people are seeking out information. Now they still have their challenges, with their, you know, spending and all the other problems that people get into with debt and everything else. But I, th- I would say, probably on the whole, I think young uh, people or millennials are, are. I think they're definitely more tuned in to the idea of retiring and having to provide something for themselves later on.
2: Well, from an a new aggressiveness, I guess, from hiring employees that are going to be asking and, and pressing for this information. From the employer's standpoint, uh, what, what should they expect out here in this job market where you have 4% unemployment and uh, you I hear from employers all the time that uh, a big problem in hiring people uh, is drug use, that uh, 10 to 15% or more of the people who they're interviewing have some kind of drug problem and uh, eliminates them them from consideration. So when you finally get a good candidate uh, who's intelligent, committed, uh, not on drugs, and they're going to be asking about the retirement plan, how should an employer approach this? Well,
1: I think it's a must-have for employers. Yeah, and most, a lot of my employers do have a 401k plan offerings. Some of them just simply choose not to have one. They don't want to be pushed into something they don't want to do. It. But it is important uh, because if, when you're dealing with a, a limited number of uh, qualified applicants for any position, um, that is just in consideration that, that are. If you have someone looking at where they're going to take a job and if that person Mm -hmm. is in demand, a lot of times that 401K plan, especially if there's a match involved, that can go a long way towards making or breaking uh, a job applicant's decision of of which job or which company they're going to take the job with.
2: You know, I've, of course, heard of 401Ks, and I'm not an expert in them by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Just briefly, what, what is a 401K plan for those who have heard the number and heard that word, but uh, don't quite know what it's about.
1: Sure. Well, you know, back in the day, you mentioned, you know, people having a, taking a job and having a, a retirement. Those were the good old days of what they call defined benefit plans, uh, where you took the job and what you would receive at the end is defined. And well, now we've made the switch to defined contribution plans. But it says a 401k plan gives an employee the ability to set aside their wages into a fund for retirement, uh, which can be uh, the money can be invested in the stock market for, for long term growth that money. So they get to take the money off of their income tax that they put in the plan, mm-hmm. and then a lot of times the company does offer a match as well. So um, if for a person that is concerned about retirement, everybody should be concerned about retirement. <laughs> I always like to tell people, look if you if you don't think retirement's important. Go find someone in their 60s who's broke, and ask them how they ask them how they feel about retirement, uh, because it's too late for them.
2: Right. right. And
1: so, uh, but that's what a 401k plan is. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing that uh, people can set aside money from their paycheck at work. It comes right out of the paycheck, comes right off their taxes, or they can actually do it as a Roth as well. Uh, but they don't have to think about it, and they're building for the retirement, especially starting young. Starting young is the most important thing
2: anybody can very long. Well, it seems the millennials are, are sort of getting that message uh, to uh, to start young. But we're talking to Michael J. Marini, and he's a financial uh, advisor. And uh, we're talking about uh, 401Ks, especially retirement in general, concerning the younger people out there, the millennials we're calling them, and their interests. So if you're an employee, you get these people and keep them with you. So... We're going to take a short break. We'll be back again with Michael J. Marini uh, talking about uh, the business side of retirement plans today. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We're going to be back after these words. Don't go away.
4: You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800.
0: Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree. Insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our Approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at SelectINService.com. 440-237-8555, or SelectINService.com.
2: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of the app. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs.
6: at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. How's your back?
5: Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. Hello. Mark Bush for GreaterThanHeroin.com. Our nation, our state, our
3: county, and our local communities are in the midst of this crisis. It saddens us
5: at Bush. We see firsthand the final outcome impacting families when overdose deaths occur. GreaterThanHeroin.com is a resource for everyone. Join us in our efforts. Email feedback at greaterthanheroin.com
3: to help us defeat this crisis.
2: Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips, with you, with our final segment of the Advocate for tonight. And uh, tonight, uh, in this uh, final segment, we're continuing our discussion concerning 401ks, retirement, and uh, millennials. And uh, of course, one of the best assets a millennial has is looking forward another twenty or thirty years uh, before they actually have to retire. And uh, with us to talk about this tonight, so we're, we're talking to Michael J. Marini. Mike, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Nick. You know, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, retirement and the, the function of uh, how young people are probably more attuned to taking retirement into their own hands and, and doing something. And we are talking about uh, the employers and what they need to do to be competitive. But um, you do have a book out called 401 Confidential. And uh, yeah, tell us what the uh, the purpose of the book is and uh, why you wrote it. Who Who is the audience, the intended audience?
1: Okay, well, the audience, Nick, is uh, employers and employees uh, in 401k plans. Part of the motivation for the book is, uh, well, as a financial advisor, I always want to get my clients a good deal, and I found that um, most employers are not getting a good deal in their 401k plan, and so I wrote a book sort of from an insider's perspective to um, allow employers and employees just at their own leisure to learn how the 401k plans work, how the fees are... Um, Arranged how the pricing works, you know, what is considered a good set of fees or a high number, what is considered low, and kind of fill in all these blanks that people have in their mind um, when it comes to the 401k plan. Because employers, by and large, are very confused, um, and they kind of default to, well, if things are running smoothly, I don't want to rock the boat. You know, if the, the company seems like they're doing a good job um i'm going to trust them and maybe the fees are high but but maybe it doesn't really matter and the truth is it does matter tremendously because every one percent that an employee or employer overpays to a 401k plan they're literally taking money out on the back end from their quality of life and retirement so uh, i always tell people look, if you overpay by whatever percentage you're not just losing a dollar today in your 401k plan you're losing all the future compounding interest that dollar should have earned for you, plus all of the money that dollar should have generated for you in retirement income later on in life. And that's obviously what this whole exercise in 401k plans is all about.
2: So, you know, we talk about fees. Uh, generally, 401k uh, accounts are managed by a financial advisor or a stockbroker. Uh, what would be an example of a high fee versus a, a low or an appropriate fee?
1: Well, you have um, you have two sets of fees. This is one of the big parts of the book. I teach. The, I call it the two sides of the ledger. In any four hundred and one k plan, you have the, the the fees that are charged by the mutual fund company themselves for providing the stock and bond portfolios and selecting the stocks and so forth. Then you have an, another set of fees that are strictly four hundred and one k specific fees, and this goes to the administration of the plan. Now, there's nobody in America should be paying. Uh, more than one percent combined for the mutual fund expenses plus the administrative fees. Uh, but most people are. Some people are paying three, four, over four percent in fees because they're with a you know a financial company that has the idea that well this is what we charge and you are our client. and Unless you uh, decide to no longer pay these fees, then this is what we charge and this is our cost of doing business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's the mentality. As long as the employer is willing to go along with a high cost plan, the the company providing it is going to you know just going to keep on collecting the money. Well, so it's really a not the buyer beware situation.
2: Well, well, let's say there's a four uh, percent rate, and is uh, this a rate that is charged by the plan administrator that the employer chooses?
1: Yes, it all starts with the, with the plan administrator and how they structure the plan offering. And part of the book, I have a chapter called Dirty Little Secrets, and I explain how these companies will take what is basically starts with a very good idea and the different ways that they can manipulate the pricing, whether it's using the wrong share class of mutual fund um, or putting them in the wrong financial product entirely. Mm -hmm. My biggest um, problem with the 401k industry is these plans, 401k plans provided by life insurance companies they're the most expensive plans any employer can buy and this is what a lot of the country is into about half but half the country are in 401k plans provided by life insurance companies they are the most expensive fee egregious plans in the 401k marketplace
2: now it, it strikes me though if the employer makes the selection and isn't the lawyer or the uh, the employers not lawyer a little Freudian slip there the lawyer the uh, the em- uh, responsibility over when they make their their matching contribution in uh, to the account uh, is there any cost or does it matter to the employer what the fee cost is that that seems to impact the uh, future of the employer more than the employer
1: well it, it, they should be concerned there because there's two sides you know the, the the matching contribution is really just a function of how the employer wants to design the plan you know matching is not required but what is required under the under ERISA and the department of labor is that the employer has what they call fiduciary duty to provide a plan that is in the best interest of the employees which means whether it's you know the employer ultimately is on the line to make sure that they get a good deal on a plan and that's why i wrote the book is because it's just really really hard for employers to know what they're doing they could bring in mm-hmm. three different you know 401k providers and get three different proposals and still not understand what they're even looking at well let, because let's just so complex
2: well exactly oh, let's take a um An educated employee, like someone listening to this program, who's going to take out their plan, ask their HR department, tell me about the fees and everything. They find out the fees are 3 or 4%. Uh, What can the employee do with regard to changing the plan or getting the fees reduced or uh, making a better deal for themselves, or are they stuck?
1: Well, they're pretty much stuck. Unless that employer becomes motivated to do something about it, then not much is going to change. The employee can say, "Well, uh, you know, we we think the fee. I think the fees are too high." But has the company ever considered making a change? Um, this doesn't happen very often, but that's what they could do. Um, uh, you know, employee- I read my book. I teach them out to calculate fees, and then I thought they thought were- the fees are too high. I actually encourage them to take the book and take it to the HR department or the CFO and say, look, I've been reading this book and I've researched our fees and, and this is what I learned and we can save a ton of money here and everybody can save money. So that's, that's kind of a um, version of what I hope will happen with my
2: book. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, well, it's interesting that there's so many fees out there that are being uh Charged higher than the basic rate, and, and I say that without knowing what what is the occurrence of high fees, the three to four percent, is that uh, over half half of these accounts? Or?
1: Well, the, I'll tell you this much: um, we have called the, the essentially the Bible for the 401k industry. It's um it's a fee benchmarking book that we use called the 401k Book of Average, and the average is in the United States with a 401k plan with 10 participants, um, the average fees of those plans, 3.97%. So that, that means some people are paying even more than that. So what the 401k companies are doing um, is they're getting a hold of these companies and they're saying, well, you're a small business and therefore you don't have leverage, and etc. cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we need to charge this much to make a profit. and. It's all complete nonsense. it doesn't matter if you have you know ten employees or ten thousand. no if, company should pay more than a percent
2: for if uh, if an employer we we have about a minute left here, but if an employer looks at uh, this and finds out they're paying like nearly four percent, is there any leverage or 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 main argument they can make with their administrator to either get it down or to, do they have to change administrators?
1: Just change plans. You know, 401k plans, they don't negotiate on fees. You just go out to the marketplace and get a lower cost, just a cheaper plan or a lower cost plan. That's just, I mean, it happens. Get About 10% of companies are switching providers on an annual basis, 401k providers, and that's just how it's done. An employer mm-hmm. just gets educated and gets kind of mad, I guess, about what they're paying, and they go out and they do something about it.
2: Well, very interesting, very important, very complex. Uh, the name of the book is called 401 Confidential. And uh, Michael Marini, where can they get the book? On Amazon or other place, I presume?
1: Amazon, yeah. 401confidential.com. They can go there, and I have the links to Amazon and Kindle and so forth. So, really
2: easy to find. Well, oh, oh, very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate it.
1: Great, Nick. Thank you for having me. I
2: appreciate it. My, my pleasure, and thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar
3: sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea
2: With nothing to do until morning And
3: only my mind
1: The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Let's simplify window shopping. You
2: deserve a great product at a fair price. Empire Window Company's been serving this area for 58 years. They've got a lot of satisfied customers like Big Chuck. Glenn, over the years, I've seen a lot of businesses come and go. Empire Windows has been in business for over 50 years. They're an honest, family-owned company that you can trust. They offer the highest quality windows installed by experts at a fair price. I have Empire Windows in my home.
1: And how does this sound? Eight quality windows locally built for your home from $58 a month from a name you can trust for 58 years. Empire Window Company, 855-76-EMPIRE.
2: Thinking about vinyl siding? Try 35% off and free gutters with your siding project. Enhance the beauty and value of your home. Windows, siding,
1: doors, 58 years in business. That's a lot of satisfied customers. Empire Window Company, 855 76 You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-600-4850. 1-800-600-4850. Are you ready to open your heart and home for 18
4: months to a puppy like Esther? To find out more about becoming a canine companion for Independence Puppy Raiser, visit cci.org or call 1-800-572-BARK. You can make a world of difference in the life of a person with a disability.
5: When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Ga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby.
4: You're the boss of me.
5: I am the boss of you.
4: I'm not. M2.
5: I'm not. M2. Ugh! Need a little help?
4: Aren't you going to do any work?
5: I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
1: The Bob France Authority is on The Answer. Weekday mornings at 9. This is AM 1420, The Answer. WHK, Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group. The NASDAQ
3: at S-A-L-M.